Who's having a good time so far? Who, who got some prizes? Who got some prizes? I'm looking for any adults sticking their hands up. You should not have got a prize if that's your... Oh. <laughs> that's great. That's great. It's, it's fair to say, isn't it, that there is a lot of hype around this time of year. There's a lot of hype. My, my kids have been counting down the days till Christmas for what feels like months. Like months they've been counting down. And um, ever since Black Friday came on the scene, it feels like we've been focused on buying stuff, buying presents, um, for an exceptionally long time. Noah, he's my eldest. He would love anything Nerve Gun related. Who can relate to that, anyone? Yeah? Again, a few adults, that's good. Um, also, anything board game, board game related. Evie, and I totally blame my wife for this one, uh, she would love something. You'll have to help me out, kids. It's, um, it's got a waggy tail, and, uh, and it's got fur, and it wheezes on the carpet, yeah? It's a dog. She went, there is no way in my household we're getting a dog anytime soon. I didn't have the guts to tell Evie uh, in any other context, so I thought I'd just deliver that message now. That's, that's good parenting, isn't it? Uh, Jasmine, she, she loves... She's my youngest. She loves just... Um, creating little scenes. So anything plastic, like My Little Pony or something, being able to uh, put voices to different characters, that would be uh, Jasmine's favorite sort of toy. As a, as a kid, I used to flip through one of these. Do you remember these? An Argos catalog. You'd obviously skip past the first 1,000 pages, wouldn't you? Get to the end. And then there'd be lots of pink pages with lots of uh, girls' toys, which I wasn't interested in, and then you'd flick past everything, and then you get to like the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtle page, wouldn't you? And uh, my favorite Teenage Mutant Hero Turtle would be uh, someone like that. I think that's Michelangelo. My favorite was uh, Raphael. I liked his personality. He was the one who was generally in a bad mood about everything, and uh, I could relate to him uh, quite well. Um, was, is there still a discussion, Tiz, about whether it's Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? What is it now? Ninja. I think they've decided. Back in the day, it was Hero if you were talking about the series, Ninja if it was the film. Um, what other toys were big? We had uh, Tracy Islands. Do you remember that? Thunderbirds. See, that was the high-priced one that you could actually buy. And uh, the alternative was a Blue Peter one that would take you months and months to make. Did anyone make it? Made one? Yeah! Man. And was it any good? No. No? Okay, different qualities here. A yes and mainly no's. What else do we have? We had uh, Transformers. Yeah, Transformers are still big now. This is a more modern Transformer toy. Back in the day, they were amazing. Like, they were metal. They were indestructible. You could have some epic battles. Now, they're plastic, and they just break, don't they? What, what were the... Who's that? Does anyone know? Optimus Prime. Classic. And he was... He was uh, there was the Decepticons, who were the bad guys. Who were the good ones? Can you remember? I can't remember. Someone said it at the 9 o'clock, but I genuinely can't remember. <laughs> Autobots. Thanks, mate. <laughs> My sister loves Sylvanian families. Do you remember those? 
um, used to just make uh, little, basically they would have a picnic in the woods anyway. You just make these lovely little picnic scenes. Buzz Lightyear? Do you remember Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, still big now. Furby, who had a Furby? This completely passed me by. What, what did a Furby do? There's some enthusiastic hands going out. What, what did a Furby do? Still no one knows. <laughs> it, it flew, apparently. Is that right? No, no. <laughs> okay. Who knows? What, what presents, kids, what presents do we think are going to be big this year? What, what do we reckon, Evie? Sorry? Lego. Lego is always big. Yeah, definitely. What, what else? Are we... A Barbie set. Barbie, yeah, still big. Slime. Yeah, slime's been bid for a number of years, hasn't it? And squishies and a house. A house. A house. Some, one of the kids shouted out in the uh, nine o'clock, someone shouted out an iPhone. <laughs> they were about four. <laughs> one of the reasons that we get so caught up in these bid presents is because as a society, we are surrounded by hype. Aren't we? Our society is driven by us buying stuff. You know, and we hear things like, this is going to be the best ever. This is going to be life-changing. This is going to be uh, amazing. We just get all of these promises said about it. And one of the most hyped experiences that I've had recently was actually a recent trip to Legoland. Okay, so I'm going to demonstrate how hyped it was by playing the Legoland uh, video of the advert of what to expect when you go to Legoland. Let's have a look. Wow, what a tagline. Awesome awaits. That's my sort of tagline. So having watched that advert, what do you think you should expect to see at Legoland? Legoland Windsor. What, what? Lego, definitely. That would be a disappointment, wouldn't it? What else have we got? Lego people, definitely. Rides, definitely. Jasmine? A dragon ride, bid time. What else? Yeah, go for it. Lego, yeah, definitely Lego people. What was that? A fairy. A pharaoh, yeah. Like, I'm expecting huge things, having seen that. I'm expecting like Lego creatures moving all over the place, doing all sorts of stuff. I've got a few photos of the reality of our Legoland trip. Who, who wants to see those? Okay. Do you think they will match up to the, uh, to the height there? Do you, well, let's, let's see, shall we? Let's look at the first photo. What have we got? Oh, that's nice. So that's, um, that's Emily, my wife. And we've got Evie and Jasmine there. And, you know, they look like they're having a nice time. Don't know. Um, maybe it's not quite as dynamic as I expected. The, the water's a little bit dirtier than I expected. And the boat is not made out of Lego, which is a shame, although it would probably stink if it was. And it's a little bit scratched, isn't it? Let's, let's look at the next one. Hey, Evie. Yeah, she's, she's going for it. But again, it's not... It's not quite as dynamic as I was expecting. Um, there's potentially some bored parents in the background there, uh, cheering on. Uh, Evie's, the only, Evie's driven everyone off, off, off the road. <laughs> uh, what's, let's see this next picture. Hey, we've got some Lego people here, which is great. And uh, it's a lovely family shot. 
Um, but let's zoom in a little bit, the facial expressions. Oh. <laughs> Goodness me. As a, as a slight aside, I asked Noah permission if I could show that picture, because it's, it's fair enough. And I was like, I will buy you something if I can show this picture. He's like, I don't need anything from you, but probably, potentially after 9 and 11, showing that picture, maybe you do. <laughs> The, the reality is, though, that like, the advert was amazing. There was so much hype involved. It was right up here. And our experience, I love Lego as much as, as the next fully grown man, but <laughs> it probably wasn't quite as good as what the advert said. It was good, but it, it wasn't up there, was it? The hype was up here, and I was, my experience of it was somewhere down here. And those toys that we talked about, that we thought they were the most hyped toys of yesteryear, of different Christmases. And as wonderful as they were, were they still being played with three months later? I don't know. My uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, he lost his leg in an epic battle and ended up confined to the back of a cupboard. That's what happened to him a few months later. And it's the same with a lot of those other toys. They didn't necessarily absolutely deliver on their promises or the promises of the marketers. For many years, I bought into this consumeristic pursuit of happiness. And if I'm not careful, I still do, to be honest. But as a seminal 80s hip-hop collective, Public Enemy, once said, don't believe the hype. So as we keep hearing about different media agencies today, it's fake news. This promise that, this thing, that these toys, whatever the lifestyle, is going to create happiness. There is a story in the Bible which perfectly describes my journey. It's a story of fulfillment, of exceeded expectation, of life change and significance. But before I talk about that, I just want to get something off my chest. I want to tell you about my most disappointing Christmas present ever. Do you mind if I do that? Just for a moment. My most disappointing Christmas present ever was a... It came in an envelope. This good stuff comes in envelopes. But this particular one, I opened up the envelope, I was 12 or 13 at the time, and I was greeted by a two-pound cheque. Now, um, I'm old, but two pounds back in the day was still only two pounds, and it wasn't, it wasn't much. And the thing with a cheque, kids, you probably don't know this, is you have to go to a bank, you have to queue up, you have to go to a cash person, and you have to give them the cheque, and then three days later it clears. So, I love like, money stuck in, an like, stuck in a card. That's good. You can use it straight away. A cheque, there's all sorts of faff involved. And so I was too embarrassed to do that. But I think I must have developed um, quite a bad sweet eating habit because many months later I thought, I'm going to cash in on this cheque. I'm going um, to spend it. So I went, went and uh, queued up and went to the front of the queue. And the cashier looked at this cheque and said, Oh, it's over six months old. It's out of date, so you can't even cash it in. So I queued up for ages for a two-pound cheque that I never got two pounds for. That great auntie and uncle after then, you know. In fact, I still had to write them a thank you card, didn't you, about it? <laughs> That's my most disappointing experience. But in my experience, the only thing that has consistently exceeded my expectations, the only thing that's better than the hype has been actually getting to know Jesus. 
He has, over the years, replaced my anger with peace, my angst with satisfaction, and feeling lost with having purpose. And the Bible puts it like this. We're reading from Matthew 13, verse 45. And uh, Matthew is one of the gospel accounts of Jesus' life. And this particular story is a story, it's a parable, so it's a story Jesus told to illustrate a point. And it says this. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. My life has been a story of chasing happiness, you know, that's often fleeting. So you look at, it's like the merchant's pearls he had before he found the pearl of great price. You know, you, you see something and you think that promises so much. That is going to change my life. That's where happiness is. And then it ends up delivering so little. You know, as a kid, that might have been flicking through this, the Argos catalogue. And I'd, I'd flip through and I'd be like, oh, wow, this um, habitat bin is going to transform my life. As I got older, it might have been in relationships and um, thinking about, you know, who I was going to try and go out with next, you know. Essentially, we live in an upgrade culture, and, and as crazy as it seems, you just try and upgrade the relationships that you have. As I got older still, it was, you know, going after that new car or trying to find the best job that I could find. As a 19-year-old as a student up in Liverpool, I woke up one day and I, I couldn't walk and I ended up bedridden and I ended up in hospital. And all the happiness that I'd had, I just pursued one, um, one bit of happiness to another. That's what my life had been about. But all of the happiness that I had was based on circumstances. And when circumstances didn't go my way, then happiness left me as well. And then after hitting rock bottom and having to come home from university and just spending some time at home feeling low, I found myself in church and I felt something of what I thought might have been God's presence. And I thought, I'm going to investigate this a little bit more. Maybe there is more to this Christianity thing than I ever thought. So I got involved in an alpha course and learned a little bit about what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And I saw that my life changed. And I found that my joy wasn't dependent on circumstances. All of the things that I had pursued before, you know, they did shine and they did provide a certain sense of happiness, but they didn't fully satisfy. And in this story, Jesus is the pearl of great price. He's the one that, as I've got to know, my story has been one of transformed perspective with joy and underlying emotion rather than a fleeting moment. He has massively exceeded my expectation at every moment. And I'm an optimist. I see the best in this, but he has gone beyond that. He has replaced sadness with joy. And whatever circumstances I find myself in, whether they're good or bad, whether I'm in control of them or not, I know God's with me. So often at Christmas, we aim to have, you know, the newest gadget. And we probably know deep down that it's not going to match up to the hype. We know it's not going to quite get there, but we want it anyway. And it doesn't fully satisfy. 
but God knows our needs better than we do. And he knows we've got a need for a saviour, and that's who Jesus is. Could we have the bands up, please? I've got one question for you to think about. And the question is this. This Christmas, why pursue fleeting happiness when Jesus can offer you everlasting joy? Unlike so many of the things that we're going to be unwrapping at Christmas, things that don't quite meet our expectations, are good, but they're not quite there, he is the one that always delivers on his promises.